Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 19th. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me. We are 11 weeks through the NFL season, and uh, it has been rather tumultuous and it, in, tumultuous and interesting. Oh, year. look at you. <sighs> that was hard. <laughs> Fantasy football people don't use large words. I was going to say, I don't. That's He's like, I don't. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't. It, 11 weeks. I, I, that's astounding. You know, there's probably only like two or three weeks left in the regular season for fantasy football in your league. Well, no, that's that's probably like more like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, five weeks. Four or five. Oh, your for regular? For fantasy football? Your regular season? Yes. Oh, That's right. why I said yeah, the yeah, playoffs yeah. will start week oh, 14, right? <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive me. Okay, you were confusing me there. First the big words, then this. What's going yeah, on? Dude, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I did not come prepared. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see uh, how the end of our season works out. Well, that's a that's a tale for another. I feel like every league so, has everyone except for like two teams still in contention. Raise your hand if you started Deshaun Watson this week. <clears throat> raise your hand if you also had Josh Allen on the bench. Wow. That, so, was me. that sounds like you. Oh, wait. Oh, it was me. Oh, yeah. Oh, in my biggest game of the season. Yeah. Completely joked. Um, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, waiver wire ad streaming options. We're going to uh, give you some quick reactions from the week. For, before we do that, we'll get into the news. But first, be sure to uh, do the following. Check us out on uh, on at, on thefantasychampions.com and find articles, content, materials, all kinds of stuff there. Um, follow us on Twitter, at the FF Champs on Twitter, at the Fantasy Champs, on, I mean, at the Fantasy at the FF Champs on Twitter and at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions. Subscribe wherever you listen. Click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Share this podcast with your friends. Let's get to the news. Uh, Antonio Brown and his meeting last week, in case anybody cared. Literally anyone. Not really. <laughs> I literally... I had the conundrum because a lot of people are dropping Antonio Brown right now. Including me. Including you. And I probably dropped. If I had him in any of my leagues. I had, him, God, I I had him in. Like, I would have dropped him probably five weeks ago. Or yeah. Six weeks no, ago. that's what I did. I had I had him in another league. Yeah. Um, That I inherited. <laughs> and I uh, I dropped him like immediately. Instantly. I dropped him like week five. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, uh, the drama behind Antonio Brown has been uh, extremely tiring, and we haven't talked about him a lot uh, during the regular season, which has been good. But he had a meeting with NFL investigators Thursday, and it went, quote, as well as it could have, unquote. Love to be a fly on the wall in that meeting because... As well as it could have. Antonio Brown is a clown. Um, so Antonio Brown's agent is saying that he could sign this season, and Adam Schefter, we already talked about this, I think, last week. Adam Schefter said that he could He's probably not going to sign this year, and it'll be next year, which I would think is the case. Um, Patriots are getting pretty desperate. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
If the offense keeps looking like this. Robert, Robert Kraft is, is like, I'm standing up for what I believe. Wait. The offense blows. Tom Brady's not playing. Antonio Brown, come back. <laughs> <laughs> I need to win a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's going to play again. My thing is, if he does come back, what is his actual value? Like, I don't know how high it would be. He like, he should be owned, but like... Has he been... Do we know if he's yeah, been yeah, working Yeah, he's been out? working out. He posts on Instagram all the time about it. What well, a clown. Still, if you've been working out, there's a difference between working out and being like in game shape. Yeah, like no, it's no, hard to I, be I in game that. shape without playing. When he played in the second game uh, against Miami, he was Antonio Brown. Like it wasn't even Brady was targeting him, but I don't think I've ever seen the New England Patriots have that prolific of a receiver or that good of a route runner. Randy Moss, um, except for Randy Moss. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Wow, but I'm making my thoughts slow and methodical, and you just like. Ran me well, over because you were about. No, to, no, it sounded true. like you were about no, to no, make it. No, 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 it's true. It's since since Brandy Moss, okay, but like yeah. Antonio Brown is Julian Edelman's a fantastic like slant route runner and in, in all. Edelman that. might be one of the best route runners in the league. He is. He's probably one of the best route runner. But the what and like Antonio Brown's size, physicality, and ability to run routes is just absolutely insane. Like he literally got open on every. Well, he's really not target. that big, but he's just so like he's physical. he's a little bigger than Edelman, yeah. not by a lot, um, height wise. But he's just he's as quick as him, and yeah, he Edelman, like you said, he's more just a slant runner. He doesn't really go deep. Yeah, he's a short but, intermediate guy. Yeah, um, but it anyway, he's extremely talented. We obviously know that he's the best wide receiver in fantasy football and in the NFL for like five straight years. Um, if you told me midway through last year that all this was going to happen with Antonio <laughs> Brown, I would not have believed you. Yeah. Because he either. was a clown, but he was always a clown behind the scenes. It was never like out in front. And it's just been, since he left the Steelers, it has been very much like out yeah. in front. Well, I never knew how like crazy this that's guy what, actually um, was. That's what I think Peter I King, like Antonio Brown. Somebody was talking to Mike Tomlin, like beginning of the season, like before the season even started, he was telling the Raiders. And Mike Tomlin yeah. said that, uh, or I think I don't know if it's a direct quote from them, or if it's like sources said that Mike Tomlin said this. Right. But he essentially said um, that like they covered a lot of stuff up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, I lot. wouldn't doubt it. A lot. I mean, there was there were stories that I heard of him getting pissed off because I, I don't know if he was injured or not, but they said they was going to be inactive, and he got mad at the coaching staff because he said he could play, and he threw him, he threw a hotel couch out the window. <laughs> In anger, I believe we've talked about this on the podcast before. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that that is probably one of the things um, that they covered up. Yeah, wow, that's. But as far as fantasy value, I agree with you. I I don't see like everyone picks him up and and he should be owned, but it's like a yeah. Oh, I'm gonna pick him up and get a wide receiver. You're not gonna get a wide receiver. You're probably not gonna get a guy that can even start. Uh, and at this point in the season, at this juncture, with five total weeks left in fantasy football in in total, yeah. Like, you have to be making, like, this is the point in the year. Like, early in the season, you can mess around a little bit and figure out your lineup and all that stuff. Like, this is coming down to the point where your lineup should be figured out and you should be, like, pushing yourself into the fantasy championship and making those decisions to help your team win. And if picking up Antonio, if you're picking up Antonio Brown to start him, that tells me you're not in great shape. Yeah. So, uh, I think he's worth owning. If he does make it on a team, but outside of that, I don't see much value for Antonio Brown. Um, Eagles re-signed Jay Ajahi. I know a lot of people went out and picked up Jay Ajahi. Please. I don't even know how he played. I haven't looked at that numbers, the numbers yet. I don't know if you want to look. Did he even play in the game? 
I doubt he did. I, I honestly didn't even look up. I was like excited to see how he would do, but everyone picked him up. And I'm like, so he's basically yeah, Jay, Darren Sproles. Like he's, oh, he he did play. Yeah, he did. He's basically Darren Sproles because Darren Sproles is out for the season. So they had to sign somebody. Why are you like, why are you making that face? I don't know if he did play or not. Did he not play? It says he was active, but there's no there's no so numbers. So either he didn't play or he It was active, but there's no numbers. Yeah. So he probably just activated him and didn't play him. Yeah. Uh a lot of people went out. We didn't it happened over the weekend, so we weren't able to give you our fantasy advice or opinions on what you should do. I would not waste a roster spot no, in JHI. If he's still on your waiver wire and you're questioning whether or not you should pick him up, I wouldn't. Um, so what if um he's not the yeah, future he didn't play? What if um because Jordan Howard was out this week, so yeah. what if Jordan Howard does miss some time though? I still don't see him. I mean, unless they use Jay Ajahi exactly how they used Miles Sanders in the past, and Miles Sanders just becomes the Jordan Howard, then I I don't I don't see any value for him. I just can't. He hasn't played in three. Yeah, what is it? A year, year and a half. Yeah, so it's like, like it's just it's not worth. We'll see next week if he can actually play, but I don't think he's worth wasting a roster spot, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I'm right. pretty much in the same boat. So um, we had some interesting news, uh, and this has not a lot to do with fantasy football. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it in there because okay. you know it's the NFL. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was granted a, and I don't know if we talked about this on last week's show, but he was granted a workout by the NFL, a private workout, probably a publicity stunt for the NFL. It was. Um, I mean. And or not, maybe not necessarily a publicity stunt, but there were rumors floating around that Colin Kaepernick's team was getting ready to sue the NFL again in a oh, more so stronger way. A, so this is Look, a, we're going to give you a chance. Yeah, we're going to give yeah. you a chance. And so that's what they they are saying the NFL was trying to do. Um, so they scheduled the meeting for four o'clock. They had, you know, head coach or ex head coach Hugh Jackson there. They brought in some wide receivers for it. Colin Kaepernick said, "Hey guys, can I bring like cameras and stuff and stream it?" And they're like, "No," or have media there. And they were like, "No." So what he did is he waited until three o'clock on Saturday when he was supposed to have his thing to tell everyone, "Oh, I'm not going to be at that one. I'm I'm doing my own up here." with my own wide receivers so that media can be there. Uh, if you guys want to come watch me, you're, feel free. And I'm like, dude, come on, bro. It was like I was getting all the tweets, and I saw Ian Rappaport, and I'm like, this is an absolute disaster. I don't know if it's the NFL's fault. I don't know if it's Colin Kaepernick's fault, but this is an absolute disaster. Colin Kaepernick, it, it's, it, I saw Stephen A. Smith post a video. I didn't even watch the full video. I just heard parts of it. But he's like, he basically said, Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to play football anymore. He loves the attention. He wants the spotlight on him. Any way he can make it happen, he makes it happen. And this whole stunt was him doing that. I, or it was the NFL. Or it was, yeah, either or. <laughs> well, the NFL has publicity. They don't need, like, the stunt Yeah, but happen. they wanted... It, I, they were trying to cover their legal butts. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, I it, think the NFL did want, like, the whole... Kaepernick yeah. situation to happen, though. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I just wanted to bring it up. Um, do you think he signs with a team? I don't think he does this year, um, even though I think the Bears could use him, let's be honest. <laughs> um, He's like, yeah. I just Maybe in the offseason. Yeah. But there, do you see the, not, did you see the list of teams that 
showed up too. Yeah, they're not teams that. They were not. None of them were teams that. He has literally, and I know people. This is a hot political discussion for a lot of people, based on race and based on we we do not we don't get involved in politics. We don't get involved in all that stuff. We're a fantasy football show, and we we like to talk about football as well. But Colin Kaepernick, to me, watching that tape, cannot like. He had a good day. He throws like he normally does, normally normally did, but he's just not a great quarterback. Should he be a backup? Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of teams that could could really utilize him, I guess. But he's just not. He's he's a he's a loud voice that is sitting on the bench. He will never start a game in the NFL for the rest of his life. Like I I don't see that happening. Like if a team signs him, I don't know, bro. The Bears. Uh, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I don't even know who is out there that's a free I, agent at the quarterback Yeah, I position. don't like – I've never liked the way he throws the ball, just his form. Yeah. Um, He he did have a good workout. I thought his deep ball looked pretty good. But, you, I mean, you, you were telling me this earlier. There was obviously no defense, but right. it's not like it, that's his fault. He couldn't have really right. done anything and to fix I, I that. I think the, the scouts were saying that he was having a hard time with his accuracy – which is something that he struggled with in the past. Yeah, that's too. always yeah. So um, I mean, I I'd, I'd probably say he, I think he should be on a team. But if he's on a team, you don't want to constrict people. But this is not like most NBA two K story <laughs> mode where the you know the backup getting two minutes is like is like a part of LeBron's I'm more than an athlete brand. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is more like people NFL teams whether people want to believe it or not don't want the noise with Colin Kaepernick whether you believe that the NFL colluded together or not unless it's Jerry Jones um if unless you believe like whether you believe the NFL colluded and we're not the NFL colluded but the owners got together and all were got, got in a huddle in a circle and said let's all not sign Colin Kaepernick deal guys deal which is ridiculous well, just yeah, even that, saying that, it. that yeah, that didn't happen. But that didn't happen. But I do believe that NFL GMs, whether it's right or wrong, doesn't matter. NFL GMs, it's about making money and it's about staying out of the headlines with ridiculous well, for the things owners, yeah, for the owners. So it's like they're about making money and they're about keeping their PR good. And so Colin Kaepernick doesn't fit the mold. It's like yeah. he's a backup quarterback that's going to be very, you know, and and if you want to be very polit- you know, if you want to be in the political atmosphere and make statements and be quote more than an athlete like LeBron's <laughs> brand, then that's fine. It is what it is. Do you? But like to me, I don't think Colin Kaepernick should be out here freaking like if you're a backup quarterback, you you shut up, show up, do your job and leave. He's not going to do that. He's never going to do that. And that's that's him. That's whatever. Yeah. But no one's going to if you if you're Patrick Mahomes and you decide to do that, totally justifiable. You're Patrick Mahomes. You're going to get paid you're 100 million is, yeah, dollars. If you're if, if you, you're good, you can do it. <laughs> like LeBron does what he can do in the NBA, he can do whatever he wants and he could still have a job at the end of the day because he's that good. Colin Kaepernick was never that good. Like I don't care who you are. Like if you're if you're if you're Patrick Mahomes, you can do that. If you're Colin Kaepernick, you can't. Colin Kaepernick was never that good. No, he wasn't. He was never even yeah. a top ten and quarterback the, in the, the NFL. The owners in the league aren't going to want that on their it's team. Just the noise. They, unless he was a 32 year old quarterback who hasn't played in the NFL in three years, who's going to kneel during the national now, anthem and cause I think headlines. If he's if he's going to be the team's starter, I think that could be different. But like you said, what team? If somebody believes what, he what, would be the starter, what team like would the even, Carolina other, Panthers next year? <laughs> well, yeah. If Kyle <laughs> Allen keeps playing like this, they trade Cam Newton. I mean, yeah. I would not. You know, I've but never, for a backup, I don't think. 
NFL yeah, owners right. will look at that and be like, is right. having him signing on the team worth it? You know? Right. Personally, I've never liked Colin Kaepernick. Um, that's not really political. I just, I don't, oh, like I used to, when I used I to, I used to watch a lot of 49ers yeah. back in the day. And I just, like no, I said, you watch earlier, a lot of 49ers now. I, well, I watch even more 49ers <laughs> now, but that's not the point. Um, I, I don't know. It's weird. I'm, I got a weird San Francisco 49ers fetish, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I never liked how Kaepernick threw the ball ever. Right. He, he used to, when he first came into the league, he was very explosive and teams didn't know how to handle it. Cause he was one of those, he came in with like yeah. RG three where teams started using the read option yeah. and quarterbacks would run. Right. And they were like, we haven't seen this since Michael Vick. Well, how do we defend this? But once teams started <laughs> like, like playing that and forced him to throw, yeah. Yeah, he you. was okay, but he wasn't, he wasn't. Yeah. Great. I think, and I think too, the, the, the shock factor, like you said, that was the year. Yeah. That when the they beat Green Bay Green, in the, um, in the playoffs. Yeah. And then they went to the Super Bowl and, and, and lost, lost to the Ravens. Yeah, right. Um, that was a great year for Colin Kaepernick, but even if you look at the numbers for that particular season... He came in halfway, didn't he? Because Alex Smith played yeah, the first half. If you were to prorate the numbers out for a full 16-game season, he only threw like 26 touchdowns, I believe. Which is like good, considering running around, as well. But around 38 to 4,000. No, it's just not... It's it's middle-of-the-pack game management, not better than a rookie quarterback, like Baker Mayfield numbers last year. Like, it's not... Like, he wasn't he wasn't bad... But he wasn't prolific in in like the reason why that team made it to the Super Bowl was not because <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. You know what I mean? I mean he had a part. Yeah, in it. he had it. He yeah, he had a part in it. But it that was his best season too. I think. Yeah, that was his best season. So I mean, to me, I think he I think he does. I would be interested to see how he plays in a real NFL. Oh uh, yeah, to settle the argument. Like there's an argument on Twitter between uh, you know conservatives and liberals and and they go back and forth and they're like they're like Colin Kaepernick should be on an NFL team and he should be playing he's be- he's a good quarterback they're just not signing him because they're racist and then the other side is like no he sucks at football you guys you guys are so wrong it's not about racism it's about the game of football and so whatever side is whatever it doesn't matter i want to see this kid get signed and actually play in a game and then it'll decide it like if he throws four picks then he's just not good you know? What if he throws five touchdowns? <laughs> then he's good. Whatever team got him got a gem. I don't know. I don't think Colin Kaepernick's good. I don't really think he's that good either. But he should be. He should at least, I think, be a, probably a bad. But I will say, he's better than Brian Hoyer in my opinion, and he's better than Geno yeah, Smith. No, no, I, I, I don't than, disagree with you. Yeah. I just, I honestly think. Well, this will be the last thing we say on it. But I honestly think I, I heard a scout talking about this the other day, and it, it, he basically said he had an average workout. It was good, not, not. Amazing. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad. Great. It wasn't great. It wasn't eye popping. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't something where you go, "Holy crap, Dwayne Haskins! I love it." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Shows you just all the people retweeting his video right now, saying he's doing okay and he's great. You know, this guy should be on an NFL team and all that stuff. I'm like, people. No, it's true. He th- Dwayne like, I saw Haskins a lot of that. had a good workout. Like, okay, but like, don't just on Dwayne Haskins, right? Uh, I'll, I'll get to that later. <laughs> I want to bring that up. All right, but anyway. To me, it's like he had an average workout. He's 32 years old, and he's very vocal in the um, political world. So it's like, to, to NFL owners, it's like, we don't really, if we have the option between a slightly less good Brian Hoyer, who's going to shut up every day and, and show up and, and, and just work on the game plan and help the coaching staff and do all the stuff that you do as a backup quarterback, or this guy who you know is going to be very outspoken, you know what I mean, in his beliefs, I think they're just going to go with the lesser version because they don't want the the media circus surrounding it. So anyway, 
Yeah. Um, we got to blow through the rest of this. <laughs> I should have put that last, but I didn't. I put it. I should have put it in quick reactions because then that would have been way better. <laughs> uh, Colts. Uh, Coach Frank Reich said Marlon Mack underwent a procedure on Monday morning to fix his fractured left hand. I believe it's his left hand. Could be wrong. Don't remember. But he had a fractured hand. They got surgery on it. I think this is a four-week injury. I think. I would I would think that uh, it's... Yeah, that'd probably be my guess. So um, I, I, it sucks if you own uh, Marlon Mack. We'll talk about... In is the it his left or right hand? I have no idea. I don't think it matters because he's got to use both to run. Yeah, but if it's his left, it might... Like I feel like he'd still use his right hand more. He's well, think about it, like a full-on cast in his hand, and he's like playing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he comes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I say, don't know I'd say like he, four They weeks. didn't put him on IR. There's no, no. like there. As, there's actually no timeline that's been released yet, as far as as far as we're concerned. I mean, we'll but, see later in the week. Um, we'll talk about the, the situation with the Colts backfield a little bit later, but. Um, yeah, it sucks for Marlon Mack. Philip Dorsett left Sunday's game uh, in Week 11 uh, against the Eagles with a head injury. Um, Auden Tate also left the game in what looked like a pretty bad injury. He is good. He's in concussion protocol, and uh, they say he's also dealing with what is called a cervical sprain. I don't know if he's going. That's a ba- that's some form of a back injury. I don't know if he's going to uh, play this year. There's no timeline for him either that I saw. Um, Monday, Sterling Shepard practiced. Um, he's still in concussion protocol, I believe. I could be wrong about that. I think he is, yeah. Um, coach, uh, Colts coach Frank Reich said T.Y. Hilton is making, quote, great progress, unquote. I have their Week 12 matchup it's against the Texans. Teams. Yeah, good for fantasy teams. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster injured his knee on the same play. He also suffered a concussion. <laughs> I mean, yeah, concussion in Week Man, 11. this is not Juju's year. Yeah, so um, I heard somebody tweet that the other day. They were like, Juju's a massive bust. Now, I, I don't think it's his fault that he's a massive bust. No, it's, he, it's one of those things where it's just like, it got weird. Yeah, it's it, it stinks if you drafted him. I'm curious to see. He could be a really great value next year. Oh yeah, because no one's gonna draft him. They're gonna be like, oh my god, Juju blows, and they're gonna be bitter. Remember what we talked about in the off season about being bitter. Please don't do that. But Juju with Big Ben or a better Big Ben's gonna be 39. Ugh. See, that's the problem. I don't, I don't know anymore. I want to believe Juju's a top five quarterback, but I just don't Receiver. know. Uh, phew, wow. Yeah, receiver. Sorry. Uh, I just don't know if he can do it, but it sounds like he's not going to play in Week 12. Is what I'm. Well, yeah. Thinking. I mean, if um, James Conner's status as well is uh, up in the air against the Bengals, um, so he has been on and off the field with injuries. Um, man, Le'Veon Bell struggled with injuries, but not as much as this kid. <laughs> James yeah. Conner gets hurt. Oh a yeah, lot. even last year. I know he missed a few games last year. He missed like four games. Yeah. Um, Devonta Freeman and Austin Hooper. Uh, Dan Quinn said that they are both quote trending in the right way. Are the Falcons back by the way? Oh, we'll they talk about the- that in quick reactions. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move into that. Exactly that. Um, we'll start off with the, with the Falcons, I guess, because you brought it up <laughs> and we'll segue right into it. Um, so the Falcons so yeah, answer my question in the last two <laughs> weeks, man, they've been interesting. Um, so I was watching the Falcons game two weeks ago when they beat the Saints 26 to 9. I watched the pregame and they were talking, they had a segment on the Falcons and they were like, Aaron Dan Quinn said he gave up his play calling duties on defense to the defensive coordinator or whoever it was. And they said that it may or may not help. In that game, the Saints only scored nine points. Yeah. Then they were up against the Carolina Panthers with Christian McCaffrey and they win 
29 to 3. So their defense has given up a total of 12 points in two games. A defense that was supposedly really bad. It was really bad. But now all it of a might sudden, be good. Yeah, I mean um their their offense, like a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, their offense is bad." I'm like, "Their offense never left. They were scoring 30 points a game. They were just giving up a lot of points to other people." <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they had yeah. two really bad offensive games in a row against uh, the Rams and the Seahawks, which justifiably so. But uh, their whole team has kind of turned it around a little bit. I don't know. where where What is their record right now? I think they're 3-7. and seven, Three, Yeah, they're, they're screwed. They're, <laughs> yeah, no. They <laughs> were 1-7, though. And their they, best they record is 9-7. I mean, what? who's the – yeah, you got, you got the Seahawks – the Rams in the NFC West at eight and two and six and four. You got the Vikings at eight and three. You got the Panthers who are five and five. So there's no way they make the playoffs. No, there's there's no way. So because the Rams, or sorry, the the 49ers and Seahawks are going to yeah. be in two spots right now. There. So that's one wild card team. Yeah, this this stretch of games needs to be a game saver for Dan Quinn. Um, but but what know. if they finish like eight and eight? And they miss the playoffs, but they have a crazy end of the season. Like that might save his job, because I, oh, yeah. I thought for I thought sure, yeah, I thought for sure he was getting fired. fired. But like if they do ago. finish so you're strong, I mean, maybe he's yeah still there. Um, it's kind of weird. I think my biggest takeaway from that game though is a guy who I've been waiting for since they traded Sanu and Hooper's injured. So you he, you expected him to get all the targets. It was Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yep. Yeah, twenty four fantasy points and half PPR. He um in games. Where Austin Hooper has, I believe it's in, in games when Austin Hooper has less than 40 yards, uh, Calvin Ridley usually has a good game. Yeah. So, so now that he's out, he Now should. that he's out, he should have decent But he only days. had six against the Saints, so I don't know. <sighs> we'll see. Flip. But anyway, uh, DJ Chark Woo! has received a slight upgrade from, uh, from, from you know, Gardner Minshew, I love you, uh, to Nick Foles. And he had 26 fantasy points this week. I said last week I was curious to see if the main receiver would go back to being D.D. Westbrook or it would continue to be D.J. Chark. I guess uh, Nick Foles was watching the football games and was like, <laughs> ah, I'm going to use D.J. Chark. Yeah. If you have D.J. Chark, this is this means good things. He doesn't have a great season end-of-season schedule, but... Uh, it's not bad. It could, it could. It's not bad. He plays the Raiders, Falcons, and Buccaneers. Yeah, but what about week 15 and 16? 15 is Raiders, 16 is Falcons. Oh, flip. All right, here you go. But he, well, play, he does play the Chargers, which we'll is We'll figure out if Atlanta's any good in like two weeks. That's true, yeah. Uh, but DJ Chark, he's, yeah, he's not, he had not 15, too shabby. 15 I, targets from Nick Foles, baby. So next year, I think DJ Chark, uh, will, okay, he's going to be, DJ Chark is next year's Chris Godwin. <laughs> could be. Could he's, be. He's the and number I'm not six, saying, I'm he's saying, the number six receiver I'm talking right now. I'm talking about, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, for Through 12 man. weeks. He's going to be the most overpaid four <laughs> wide receiver. People are going to draft him in like the third <laughs> the round. second round. Get freaking excited, and then they're going to get They're like, Michael Thomas or DJ so Chark? <laughs> DJ Chark. Yeah. I mean, if he has 20 points a game rest of the season, I'm like, I'll rip my pants off and go with that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, DJ Chark received an upgrade with Foles. Um, you mentioned Josh Allen a little bit earlier. He's the QB2 mm. since his bye week. Wow. So uh, he's been very – I think his bye week was two weeks ago or three his weeks ago. His bye week was week six, so that was f- oh wow five weeks so ago. So he's been very good. Um, Josh Allen currently tied – well, I don't know if that changed on Sunday. But before Sunday, he was he was tied with Lamar Jackson for rushing touchdowns. Um, 
He's not even close to him in rece- rushing yards. I don't think but. he got. A, he threw three passing touchdowns this week, so I don't think he. Yeah. Oh no, he did. He had another rushing touchdown. <laughs> he had three so passing touchdowns and a rushing. Lamar touchdown. did. Lamar. I don't think Lamar had a rushing touchdown. So they, no, Josh did. Allen is your quarterback rushing wow. leader <laughs> in the touchdown that, position. That, that's nuts. Uh, but hey, so, the, I think that it, it is an unfair advantage when your quarterback uh, scores rushing touchdowns. So if you own Josh Allen, I'll tell you this right now. Okay. Oh, I hate his end of season schedule. You trade him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, trade him right now. He's the hype is on him. If you're he's the number seven. Your trade deadline. Your trade deadline's probably like today. So you should probably just flip you know his him. next five games. Right now. Denver. Oh. Dallas. Oh, Baltimore. Pittsburgh, who ranks number ten against quarterbacks. And then New England. In New England. <sighs> that is not yeah, one it's easy game. Be tough. That's and out of all those five, five teams, all yeah. of them are in the top ten rank against quarterbacks. Yeah, if you didn't own Josh Allen uh, after his bye week, <laughs> you're, you're screwed. Yeah, uh, that's so gross. Yeah, trade him now. If you if you if your team if your league likes to trade for quarterbacks, but anyway, um, Kyler Murray. I noticed this. I was looking at his numbers before Sunday. Interested in trying to trade for him, but I was a little nervous about the schedule. I was nervous about his games. I had 28 fantasy points. Uh, Kyler Murray, I don't know if he's matchup proof yet. We'll have to see him do it a couple more times. Yeah. But Kyler Murray is, is becoming a legit QB1, uh, mostly because of his rushing. But um, I told you that Kyler Murray was going to have a breakout he season. He did. In his rookie in, season. In, in the draft. <laughs> in his rookie season, just because of the rushing metrics. Like he's, I think he has the second most rushes this year yeah. with 59. Or that was before, like I said, Sunday. I apologize. <laughs> I gotta update my statistics, but Kyler Murray, yeah, he's a legit QB one. Um, I don't. Where would you rank him rest of the season? Um, I gotta look at his schedule. He's number five right now. He is coming. He's he's number five, but he hasn't had his bye week yet, so he's probably gonna be like around like eight or nine. If the season started um, in week twelve, where would you where would you rank him? Probably like eight. Yeah, eight or nine. I got quite, this. Is just uh, I okay. Yeah. Do you have any more to say about Kyler Murray? I have one more thing to add no, no, go ahead. into this because I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't write it down. Yeah. He. But I'll, I'll just quickly say it. Like he actually didn't have a. He two touchdowns, 150 yards, and what's the rushing? Eight, 67 rushing yards and a touchdown. <laughs> so ridiculous. I love when quarterbacks rush the football. I can't wait for Tua. I just can't. Oh yeah, he's gonna be Kyler Murray 2.0. I hope. I hope so. Um, anyway, well, we'll see well, what team. Yeah, if he goes to the after, Bears, he got injured this Sunday. So. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, it's out for the season. So I don't know if that affects him. <laughs> Literally, they said, they said, I think it was on ESPN. They said if this affects his draft stock, it's going to be from like one to two overall. They're like, <laughs> he's, he's like, wait, the Bengals are going to have the first overall pick. Ah, oh, my leg. <laughs> I need to be out for the season, coach. <laughs> um, it's so unfortunate that these really great quarterbacks always go to these trash teams that can't train them into like. I know. Like Lamar had it perfect when at the end of the first round to the Baltimore yeah. Ravens to a good coach and a good team. Like all of these teams go to like these rebuilding organizations. And well, like, that's what happens when you're at the top oof. of the draft. You usually yeah. Suck. So what you got to do is just if you if it's, here's a tip for quarterbacks coming into the nfl try not pro, to be the pro first overall <laughs> try not to be the first overall you don't want to be good in college have a bad combine <laughs> make sure in all of your interviews you answer every question if you were projected to be the number one overall pick 
then you're probably going to get an interview with every team. Tank yeah. the interview with with teams you don't want to play for. Understand the process. Understand the process. Uh, I wanted to bring up Dak. Okay. Now, I own Dak. You do own Dak. Not by choice, <laughs> but by sheer... By your forced. Cowboys fan. I'm being forced. And the fact that you're yes. a Cowboys fan. The Cowboys frustrate me so immensely. Um, now, I saw something today. And it said it was just a, it was a tweet by um, one of the fantasy football people we follow. Don't remember who it is, but anyway, they tweeted non fantasy football. Now I don't I want to talk about in fantasy football, but in non fantasy football, they said that there are three overrated quarter or there are two overrated quarterbacks. She she mentioned two overrated quarterbacks and three underrated quarterbacks. Overrated quarterbacks being like Philip Rivers and um, one other quarterback who I can't remember. Okay. And then she said three underrated quarterbacks, and I don't know why she said Andy Dalton. So just <laughs> throw that one in the garbage. <laughs> well, wait a minute. The credibility. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, right. she said that Dak Prescott was an underrated quarterback, and then in parentheses said Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, and then Andy Dalton. So Deshaun Watson, I do agree. Like with on her. the field, in, in in regular, just real life football. Okay, all right, yeah. I agree okay, with Deshaun looks- Watson. I agree with Dak Prescott. But I was thinking about it in fantasy terms. Dak Prescott, is he an underrated fantasy quarterback? Because he actually has been he's this year. number we'll three yeah. in all of fantasy. Yet when I try to shop him around the league, I get the oh, Dak Prescott blows. And it's like, did you actually look at his numbers? Yeah, but well, I mean, these next I understand the game. next four weeks, bro. But even the clowns that don't pay attention to matchups are like, no, I don't want anything to do with Dak. And I'm like, why not? Because even if he has those bad games, like, I don't like him rest of the season either. I hate him. That's why I'm trying to trade him. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but teams that don't pay attention to Throughout the season, he's been great. Yeah, no. He's been great. I'm curious. Great matchups, but he's been great. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see. Even his, like, semi tough, like. The game against Green Bay is probably the toughest matchup. He had 25. The Vikings was tough. He had 28. The Saints in New Orleans, he had seven. So that's. I mean, that was a great like, game. I, mean, I watched that whole game and I was so violated. He's played the Giants twice and the Redskins. No, I know. So. That, that's The toughest part is figuring out, and this is what I think the fantasy community is having a tough time with because um, on the Fantasy Pros ECR, right now his best rank rest of season is 6 and his worst rank rest of season is 8. So oh, he's so between I, 6 and 8. That's actually, yeah. So it's not a bad position. Like I would probably lean more towards 6 than 8, but... Okay. I, we're we're going to see that he's playing New if England. If he goes week, out so. against New England and scores 25 to 30 fantasy points, Dak freaking Prescott. I don't see him getting 30. <laughs> does I will be shocked. he jump into the top 30. five? No, if he does score 30. Does Carson Wentz said 13 five? this week. So if he scores 30 against New England, oh, he might be number one. <laughs> he might be number No, not ahead of Lamar. No. Not he, ahead he, of Lamar and Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. He, but yeah, he might be. If, if he, he scores 30 against New England, he might be ahead of Russell Wilson. He's just been so good. With this new offensive coordinator and with Amari Cooper in the lineup, so I just wanted to get. I think he's an underrated fantasy quarterback. Yeah, but I'm confused because I really don't. I've decided that I'm going to stream, but if Dak has one good game against these bad matchups, I'm going to get really excited, and I'm going to start him, and then I'm going to get burned. Yeah, you're going to start him against. Uh, yeah. Let's see, not New England. He'll sit him that way. Yes. He'll have an average game, and you'll go, "Oh, Buffalo, that's not too too bad," and then he'll get like six points. Okay, so let's move into our waiver wire uh, part of the program. We are 
a little bit over. So the waiver wire part of it's waiver, honestly at this point in the season too. Waiver wire is like it's the just, only we, way you can improve your team at this point. You clown. I know, but yeah, let's we, get it. We can just skim through it. I guess. So uh, anyway, John, it's literally the name of the episode's waiver wire. We're gonna like kill so many people's souls. I should just <laughs> no. change the name to you Colin should. Kaepernick. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jonathan Williams uh, is the number one running back uh, waiver wire ad. I think this week. Now I saw a funny. He's number three. I saw a wicked hilarious meme. I I don't know if if the uh, if the audience listens to, or watch not listens to watches SpongeBob. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the episode where Sp- SpongeBob and Patrick decide to be parents and raise like I don't even know what it was. I think it was a, either a jellyfish or a shell. I don't know. I don't even. It's regard. They tried to okay. raise something. I don't remember this, but okay. You don't remember it? No. And they had like SpongeBob was like the stay-at-home mom or whatever. <laughs> And so he was take he he was taking care of the the baby at home, and there was diapers everywhere. And Patrick would come home from work and sit down in the chair and watch TV and not I do anything. I don't remember. You this. don't remember no. this episode? This episode was legendary. So there's this scene where he's getting into an argument with Patrick about him doing nothing and not taking care of the kid while he's like changing diapers. So there's diapers everywhere. So he opens the fridge. There's diapers in the fridge. He goes. He lifts the covers off the the bed and there's there's diapers in the bed he he like points out the window and he sees diapers out the window so there was this meme that i saw the point of this story there is a meme that i saw that said this year this year with fantasy running backs every time somebody gets hurt and they just showed clips of that with all of the fantasy running backs that people have said to pick up and use all of your waiver wire budget to acquire and then they go out the next week and crap their pants and at the end of it they had Brian Hill, who had two fantasy points last week, and it was like a giant. It was like it was like a giant stack of diapers taller than Squidward's house, and it said Brian Hill at the bottom. I was like, no way! Wow, it was hilarious. Um, you should look that up. Okay, if you're listening, you should look it up right now. It was it was pretty funny, but it's true. So does that every time somebody gets hurt? We've told you not to use all your waiver wire budget. Don't do that. That's stupid. But we've told you to pick up these guys, um, like Brian, like Brian Hill, like Ty uh, Johnson. Ty Johnson, yep. Um, there was like two others before him, but now we got so, the situation with Marlon Mack and Jonathan Williams, who who initially was the fourth running back on the roster. Now he's coming in as the as the starter next week, presumed. Yeah, he had ten touches to um, name Hines Hines. three touches after the injury. So this is. I a situation though where it could be a little different than those other two because let's look at it like this Devontae Freeman stunk mm-hmm. when he was out there right yeah in that scenario um it wasn't that bad he, well he wasn't for, for Devontae Freeman yeah, right yeah, and now bad. you're putting in a guy who's supposedly worse than Devontae Freeman on a good matchup you wouldn't expect him to it was a good matchup but still like I don't think anybody <laughs> I mean we said to pick him up yeah, but I right. didn't think you'd like go off go off <laughs> um and then the Lions like to use six running backs. The Colts typically like to use one running back. Right. Marlon Mack is their guy, and now that he's hurt, Naheem Himes they do like to use, but only in third down and passing situations. Yeah. They don't want him to be a workhorse. Jonathan Williams, I'm not saying is going to be great. Okay. Jo- is it Jonathan? It is Jonathan. What okay. Did, All right. What did so you say? I thought it was. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was something else. I don't remember. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. Give um, me, boss. But he. He in his thirteen carries against the Jaguars. See you know how many yards he had. One hundred and fourteen. One hundred and sixteen. 
He had 116 yards and 13 carries. That's unreal. See, that's now that really is good. real stuff. Like Ty Johnson yeah, that's was just a, was he was, was just like, like the next guy. In he's line. gonna get the. He's gonna get all. He's the like work. the backup that's playing. But this guy actually really did good, and he's playing against Houston this week. On I know it's Thursday night, so it's Thursday night. Don't start anyone on Thursday night. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's a good matchup, and I think he's definitely he's a must add. Oh yeah, I would especially say if Marlon Mack's right out now, for a month. Yeah, if Marlon Mack is out for a month, this guy, if he does play like this. Could be uh, what they would like to say uh, if, if Marlon Mack is out for the rest of the season. Jonathan Williams could be what people call a league winner, who just comes in. Yeah. You pick up off the waiver wire and you get this random guy who ends up being really good. Now I don't know if that's the case. I've never seen Jonathan Williams play. I haven't either. I have. I don't know what he looked like, like really on Sunday, but all I know is he had eight point nine yards to carry. I was <laughs> trying to figure out. There was a tweet that I saw earlier today. He had ten carries after Marlon Mack got hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of his work came on the most of his um, fan, uh, fantasy points, yards came on those touches. So, um, it to me, it's like he is the number one running back uh, to pick up off the waiver wire this week. Um, I, I mean, if, who does he play this week? Houston on Thursday Houston night. Houston on Thursday night. Yep. Does he? Do, okay, so how many weeks are you going to wait? Because this is this is also a week where is your final bye weeks. Yeah. You got four, right? So it's like, is he worth going? Okay, you know my my Dalvin Cook is on a bye week. Dalvin need, Gordon's on a bye week. Melvin There's Gordon's some running on backs bye on bye weeks. So it's like it's like you say, okay, Jonathan Williams, I can sneak him in there, it, and he's not on a bye week, correct? I hope to God they're not no. on a bye week. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that Thursday night. I'm sorry, I just totally forgot that you said that. No, that's right. Um, but anyway. So Jonathan Williams, I think, is a guy you can pick up and and hold your breath and start this week. But let's not let's hope they don't end up like the SpongeBob meme because that would be yeah. That, <laughs> um, I I am literally trying to find it right now. I can't even show it to the people in the audience, but I really want you to see it. So there's that. Um, but I think Jonathan Williams, number one waiver wire ad. If you we've talked about this before. Um, maybe on tomorrow's episode we'll do we'll do something uh, featuring what you should do to start preparing for uh, your fantasy football championship, and change it up a little bit because we don't have trade targets anymore. That's over. So one one scary thing though. Yes. Quickly, I, still on Jonathan Williams. Uh, Coach Frank Wright also said that uh, Jordan Wilkins yes. will get an expanded role. He said both guys will. Uh, of course. So that kind of takes a little of the smoke out of it. Yeah, um, I mean, that's so gross, man. Why are you going to ruin my life? I just got so excited for nothing, I feel like. Yeah, we literally, this is our live reaction to research. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's still the number one pickup. Um, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, why they, why, well, here's the thing. is Wasn't Jordan Wilkins hurt? I think he is. Yeah, so what? what is he talking about? <laughs> Maybe when Did he, he comes back. Did he injury report? <laughs> the coach has no idea. He's, he's like, I don't know who's hurt anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, he's the number one waiver wire. He's only owned in 1% of leagues, so you should do that. Now, like I was saying, you at this point should really start preparing. Uh, your, your your trade deadline's probably today, so yeah. this is it. Um, at this point, I would say start at really adding your handcuffs. Uh, your handcuffs 100%. And, and, and start preparing for the playoffs. If you have bye weeks... This is where I would take advantage. If you clinched your bye week already, you're 10-0 or 11-0, and you're ridiculous. You're just so good. This is where I would take the opportunity to start really pushing yourself 
to pick up really good matchups for kickers and defenses if you still have that on your in your league. Yeah. Um, do that and then start preparing for really really good matchups like try to f- try to find some really good matchups maybe on the waiver wire like if you know oh my flex blows i need good matchups and there's guys on the waiver wire with really good matchups and you're you know john in your league dropped somebody that he shouldn't have dropped you know you're, you're ready to go with that so you can start right now even though there's two weeks left in the season preparing for your, your playoff run um, so outside of that, uh, there is only one other guy that I wanted to mention. Uh, Naeem Hines is available. Don't know if he's, they don't throw the running backs, so not it's really, not, yeah. it's not even worth it. But, um, Bo Scarborough, I don't even know if I said that right. Huh? Yeah. So he was, the, uh, he was yeah, like the 46th the... running back on the <laughs> roster <laughs> for the Detroit Lions. He scored two touchdowns on Sunday. He did. I believe. And, uh. So uh, what are we doing with this guy? I mean, is this Detroit's they new? Played, they played four running backs, though, I think, didn't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. They played four running backs. I'm, I'm looking right now to see how many touches he had. This was his first game. So I don't know if they just signed him. But anyway, it's the first <laughs> game he played all year. Wow. Um, he had 14 touches, f- 55 yards, 3.9 yards a carry, um, and a touchdown. No catches. And everybody started J.D. McKissick. Um, I, I really don't like it. <laughs> I'm so... So glad I'm not involved in the Lions' backfield right now. Yeah, he's the only other guy that I would say maybe. But like, yeah, you can take a look at him, but next week might be somebody else. If you're desperate, then go for him. Well, let's move on to wide receivers. Wide receivers is always a deeper one. Now, can somebody explain to me why Corey Davis <laughs> is that high Because it's list? the same list as it's been the last Are you four kidding? weeks. Who created this list? Did you create this list? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> Uh, so he has been, I believe he's been hurt. Am I wrong about that? He didn't play this up. week. Yeah, they were on a bye, weren't they? Wasn't Tennessee on a bye this no, week? No, they're on a, they're on a, yeah, they're on a bye this week, but he didn't play against KC last week in week 10. So why is he number one? No idea. Questions, uh, 30, still 33% on. I'm, I'm not going to say, don't pick up Corey Davis. James Washington. Um, now here's the big thing. I actually, actually had this thought. Um, our man's. Uh, Deontay Johnson over here got hurt. Don't remember what the injury was. I apologize, Deontay. Uh, James Washington is now the... the And with Juju out. This is getting more ridiculous. Yeah, this is, yeah. James Washington actually becomes a relatively decent uh, wide receiver Since- ad. Um, he's owned in only 14% of leagues with, if the, I don't know if Deontay Johnson, uh, what happened to him? I really don't remember. Deontay Johnson, he got hit in the head. Remember, it was in the beginning of the game. Concussion? Yeah. Okay, all right. So assuming he misses the game, James Washington coming in and being the uh, the number one back, I mean, number one wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers now, especially with Juju possibly out as well. Uh, James Washington is a great ad. Who are they playing? This week, the Pittsburgh Steelers play the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's a, that might even be a good play. Yeah, that might be, honestly. But um, I don't trust anyone on the Steelers, to be honest with you. Now, if you didn't do it last week, you could also add Darius Slayton. Um, he had 10 catches, 14 targets, 120, 21 yards, and two touchdowns. And Sterling Shepard misses another week, and Evan Ingram misses another week, which is possible. Yeah, Darius, Darius Slayton could be a good play, maybe. I don't know who he plays. Uh, you got anyone else on here that you want to add? or Not really. Robbie Anderson, not really. Um, if Jameson Crowder, like he's available in our league, I don't know why. Um, 
But if Crowder's out there in your league, I would say pick him up with the schedule rest of the season. Yeah. Um, and the way he's played, I mean, last three weeks is 18, half PPR, 18, 16, 16. He's only owned in 40% of leagues, so. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't a whole ton left. It is a barren landscape. This is where you should be looking at your personal leagues, though. Because we're just giving you guys owned under 50% generally. Yeah, yeah. So this is where you should go in your personal league. Like, I know there's a couple of guys. Uh, That's why I said, like, Jameson Crowder. So yeah, there's a couple of guys that are, that are in our personal league that are out there. So you never know who gets dropped just because when bye weeks happen, people get desperate. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, crap. Especially the average to below average teams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some tight end pickups for the week. Dude. Um, Dallas Goder. Dallas Goddard. Uh, for the 20th straight week. Yep. Can I just say Ryan Griffin had a touchdown this week? So you should pick him up and Chris Herndon. We told you that. <laughs> Chris Herndon slash Ryan Griffin. Uh, Dallas Goddard is a good pickup. Noah Font actually had seven is Dallas points Gardner, this week. Let's be, is he really a good pickup? Are you, ki- are you kidding? Is that Zach Ertz hurt? No, he had 10 catches this week. Holy flipping heck. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, Noah Font <laughs> had seven <laughs> fantasy points this week. Um, another guy that you might want to Njoku. take a look at is David Njoku. He could be a good pickup. <sighs> it looks like. Now, I am not going to say this because I'll get slapped in the face, but it looks like the freaking Browns offense is Come together. S- yeah, coming together a little bit. But I don't want to... I think it is a little Come bit. On. Kareem Hunt a little was bit. the answer. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Plug and play. No, the answer was in Miles Garrett helmet. Yeah. And he had to, right he had to swing Rudolph it on Mason Rudolph to unlock it. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised we haven't <laughs> talked about that yet. Um, David Njoku owned in 17, per, uh, owned, owned in 17% of leagues. Um, I think he's worth an option. And then the only other guy that I would note. Ryan Griffin. Uh, is, is Ryan Griffin, yeah. No. Um, so this depends on if. I don't know why. Mr. George Kittle has missed so much time. Um, yeah, he has missed. He last hasn't like been three our, weeks. Our, our, he's he's not been on our news segment in two weeks. Because he, he's it's weird because he misses a game and then he's like, oh well, he'll be back next week, and then yeah, he missed no, this week too. Game. Yeah, yeah. So like, the guy that uh, that I saw and he actually had a relatively decent day. He had five targets, four catches for fourteen yards, and two touchdowns against Arizona is Ross Dweely, 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 whatever <laughs> what you want, however you want to say tight end's it. Name. For the San Francisco 49ers, backup tight end. Um, I was going to pick him up this week and start him over the Walrus. I don't know why that will compul- like, came over me to do that. <laughs> but I was like, no, he has a good matchup. He ended up outscoring Darren Waller. But oh. um, So this guy, if, if George Kittle does not play again y- and you need a tight end, I would definitely go pick up uh, Dweely or Dweely or whatever Okay. Is. Can I just quickly, yes. Ryan Griffin? Go ahead. Our guy had five catches, 109 yards, and touchdown this week. And his rest of the season schedule is one of the easiest you know for what? tight ends. Forget about everybody we said. Forget about the breakout of Chris Herndon. This is the breakout. <laughs> this is the breakout for Chris Herndon. It's not. It's not Ryan Griffin. It's literally, his name is Chris Herndon, but you might have to type in Ryan Griffin on your fans. Yeah, you're gonna type in Ryan Griffin, but it's actually yeah, Chris. Herndon. It's actually Chris Herndon. Um, the only other guy I want to know, and this may just be sheer luck, but O.J. Howard was uh, put in a box this week to the left, and uh, Cameron Brait had 14 targets for 10 catches. Remember when O.J. Howard had 73 okay yards? And everybody said O.J. Howard wow. is back? Yes. 
That's not a thing. Remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Zero catches this week. Yeah, and and uh, and Cameron Braid had four fourteen targets. <laughs> yeah, so bad. It's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's all we got for tight ends. Let's just talk about some QB streamers and then end the show. Okay. Um, my QB streamer this week is a guy I've been watching for three weeks now, waiting. And I said to myself, because I'm thinking about streaming this week, you know, because Dak's playing New England. Yeah. And I'm like, I probably should, you know, pick another quarterback and not play Dak Prescott against the New England Patriots defense. Probably not the best idea. And so I said to myself, okay, what's what's some quarterbacks with some good matchups? Let's get ahead of this. And so I started looking last week. I saw Baker against Miami, and I was like, eh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's been not very good for fantasy, but he's been on an uptick. You'll talk about him in a second. Um, but uh, the other guy I was looking at was Sam Darnold. And I was like, okay, Sam Darnold, has, Sam Darnold has had a couple of good weeks in a row. He's never had a really big week in fantasy, so I don't know if I trust him yet. So let's see if he has a good game against Washington. And if he does, then he's going to be an option for me next week. Yeah. So I said, I said to myself, let's watch that game. Watched it. He had 29 fantasy points against Washington. So Sam Darnold is a great streaming option at home against Oakland. That's my streamer. I'll roll with it. I spoiled I, yours in my problem. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, for me, it's, as you said, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Home against Miami. I understand Baker Mayfield has killed everybody this season. He's I get it. Ripped your soul out. He's coming off a 23-point week, though. He's been trending in the right direction in the last... He's had 20, 12, 18, 19, and 23. Yep. So he's trending up. Home against Miami is the easiest possible matchup out there. At home. Um. Remember yes, it is home. I did not say. Not on Thursday night football. And it's not on Thursday night football. Yeah, you're good. You're uh, gooch. There's a possible David Njoku return as well. Yeah. Um, I think this could be a week where everybody's sleeping on Mayfield because they have a reason to be. So he's out there. I think I got some tough decisions to make because I got two trash options. I think Baker could actually be a good week. No, is Baker going to break out in the second half here? He has Miami. He has Cincinnati. He has Arizona. There's some. There's some good matchups there. Good sexy matchups. Pittsburgh, who is good against quarterbacks, but he just scored 23 against. So, I just, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't trust either guy. That's the problem. Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't. But uh, at at the same time, it's like they both have been relatively decent. They got really good matchups at home. If you don't do it at home, they don't then don't trust Adam. Uh, tr- trust in them. Trust um, Adam. Trust trust Adam. Yeah, uh, that'll do it for our waiver wire ads and streaming options episode. Be sure to listen tomorrow. We're going to discuss some booms and busts and players you should go over. I mean, uh, players that you should uh, actually. We don't do that segment anymore. Yeah, we don't. I probably should rip that right out of my freaking you should do show that right notes. now. We're going to go over some matchup breakdowns, and uh, yeah, that does it for for this episode. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. 